this is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show, on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show, and make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now we are on Amazon Music. So subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and never miss a show. Today, we have a very special guest. Nadia Bujawar is the co-founder and CEO of Dia & Co. Growing up, Bujawar struggled to find stylish clothing in her size. She knew she wasn't alone, alone, so she teamed up with her Harvard Business School classmate, Lydia Gilbert, to transform the shopping experience for the 100 million plus size women in America. The co stylists work with top brands from industry staples to up-and-coming young designers to provide each customer with curated looks to suit her unique style and shape. Dia has a dedicated and diverse customer base crossing all 50 states and more than 80% of zip codes. Prior to founding Dia & Co., Nadia worked with an investment banker at Perella Weinberg Partners and most recently served as COO and CFO of New York-based jewelry brand Frida and Nelly. With a Cuban mother and Kuwaiti father, she hails from both Miami and the Middle East and is currently based in New York. Let's welcome Nadia to the show. Hi, Nadia. Are you there? I'm so excited to be here. I am. I'm Can you hear me? So, yes, I'm so excited to talk to you. I know you're very busy and have a lot of things going on. So thank you for taking the time to do this interview today. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here. I'm such a fan of the show, and um, I'm so excited to reconnect after, I think, four years since we chatted last. Absolutely. Now, you launched Dia & Co. in 2014, And in six short years, you have built a successful brand. Now, one of the things you did correct from the beginning was getting active in the plus-size community. Was that part of your business plan to actively engage with the community, or did you learn to do that on the job after you launched? That's a great question. Um, You know, I think the truth is that we started this business – really for ourselves at the very beginning. Um, I've been a plus size woman all of my life. I've always loved fashion and style. And one of the things that really inspired me um, to kind of come off the sidelines and go from a unhappy and frustrated shopper of plus size uh, clothing to, you know, be on the business side were bloggers. Um, You know, I think it's sometimes hard to think back to the days of, web blogs and early, early Instagram um, in 2012 and 2013, but it really was women like Chastity Garner um, and Gabby Gregg and others who were pioneers in the influencer space and really giving voice to this community for the first time that inspired me. And I think it was really with them and through them um, that, you know, we were able to 
build our business. And um, I think community has just always been such a, such a critical part and, and still is the plus size community really is at the center of everything that we do. And I think one of the most special parts about being a brand um, in our space. So really, um, really critical to who we are. And I had the opportunity to interview you in 2016, as you mentioned, when you were fairly new in the business, just launching two years prior. What do you know now about the plus size industry that you wish you would have known then? You know, honestly, I think that reflecting on the last six years, I would say that my overwhelming feeling is that what we thought we knew then we're certain of now. Um, and really like at the heart of that is the idea that this is a community of extraordinary, inspiring women who are as excited, as eager um, to participate in style and fashion as anybody else. And, you know, you know better than anyone that there's an eternal debate in retail and in fashion about inclusivity and, you know, whether brands should extend and how brands should extend. And we believed then that um, it was absolutely the responsibility of and the fault of, in all honesty, retailers and brands that the market wasn't bigger than it was today. And and I know now without a shadow of a doubt that um, it's, you know, that that's true, that the, the community is there. She is an avid consumer of style. Um, our community lives rich and full lives and, you know, clothing and style is really just the vehicle to be able to do that. And it's, it's high time um, that everyone else really get on board with that, but we're certain of it now. But what were some of the obstacles getting your brand off the ground that you had to overcome? Yeah. I mean, you know, the reality is that um, it's, it's hard to build a business. Um, everything from getting funding um, to developing vendor relationships and really building out an assortment and, you know, a suite of brands that we felt um, was really going to be exciting and, and worthwhile to our community has been hard. I think, you know, on the, on the investment side, um, you know, I think there's, there was a lot of skepticism around the plus size market and Mm -hmm. our ability to raise capital to really get our business off the ground, I think was, you know, more challenging than it would have been in another category because investors have the same skepticism that retailers do in a way. Um, And, you know, we were very lucky in that we found great investors who really believed in our vision and what we believe was possible for the plus size community and have supported us along the way. Um, but, you know, the, the brand side was really a challenge, too, because, as you mentioned, we started um, working exclusively with third-party brands and, you know, brands from the ecosystem. And it, and it came a point that it was clear that there just weren't enough brands in the space. And mm-hmm. our ability to really have a personalized experience for each member of our community required us to be able to have an assortment and a range of styles that was just very, very hard. Um, to source. And so over time, one of the places where we've spent really a majority of our effort has been in bringing brands into Plus, building our own brands. We have 12 in-house brands that we've built at DIA 
um, that really, you know, were, were intended to fill some of the gaps that we saw in, in, in response to the feedback that we were getting from consumers. But we've also worked with dozens of brands um, over the years to really bring them into plus. Everyone from uh, Betsy Johnson and Nanette Lepore, we just launched um, a collaboration with Fila that took the Fila line to a 5X for the first time. Um, Rebel Wilson, uh, Venus Williams line 11 came into plus for the first time with us. And so I think really being very creative and very, um, you know, proactive about working with brands that may be hesitant to come into plus on their own or really need a partner to figure out fit and distribution. Um, but overall, I'd say that, you know, really building out the assortment and, and getting brands to come into plus in a high quality way. Um, has been a big part of our work and one of the challenges that we faced originally. And I'm curious if one of your obstacles was educating the community about subscription boxes, because you launched that at a time that was fairly new for plus sizes. It's true. Um, I, I think it, I think it was, and I, I think that it only worked because it actually uh, made sense for her. You know, I think that the nature of our um, of our relationship with consumers is that it's a long-term relationship. And really, our, you know, the, the women in our community develop a relationship with their stylists over time. And so it, it's really that that drove the awareness of and the acceptance of the subscription rather than the business model itself. But one of the things that was clear as we kind of grew and evolved our business was that she wanted to be able to shop with us in multiple ways. And so in 2019, we added pretty meaningfully to the ways that she could shop by launching, um, you know, a more traditional online shopping experience for her. So she can buy individual pieces when she wants to and, um, you know, buy more of the things that she loves, but she can also work with a stylist um, on the subscription side of our business and, you know, have the benefit of having someone else pick things for you that you may not have picked for yourself and, you know, going outside of your comfort zone a little bit only to find that you love something um, that you may not have tried otherwise. And so I think that there's a really special combination now of experiences where she can get that service and that, um, you know, surprise and delight of working with a stylist who cares so deeply about her style journey while also shopping, um, you know, with more autonomy on the e-commerce side of our business. And, and the two together has actually been the best outcome. Now, for those listening who may not be familiar with the Enco, tell us what type of clothing you carry. So we we carry probably the largest assortment in plus-size clothing on the Internet. Um, we work with hundreds of brands, um, you know, the brands that you may know from other retail stores, but also brands that we work with exclusively. Um, in plus sizes, we have 12 of our own brands that span from uh, romantic bohemian brands to workwear brands, which, you know, we're using a little bit less of these days. Um, we also have the, um, the largest assortment of, of plus size active in athleisure, um, and that's a place where we've actually worked very actively with partnerships. I mentioned a couple of minutes ago that, you know, we were thrilled last week to launch um, an exclusive collaboration with Fila um, that it was just so fun. And, you know, for the first time bringing those products up until a 5X, which was really exciting. So we work with um, 
really any brand that you can imagine and many exclusive brands to Dia. And we allow our community members to shop in the way that she feels the most comfortable and she feels like she's getting the best service. So you can work with a stylist, which most of our customers still choose to do. Um, and the stylist will get to know you. She will send you products that you can try on at home. If you don't like them, you just send them back and you only pay for what you decide to keep. Uh, um, over time, we find that the relationship with the stylist really just kind of opens up women's closets in a way that ends up, um, you know, making it possible to try brands on, try silhouettes on, try styles and fashion on that you may not have tried um, on your own. And it, it's really the thing that I think our community loves the most. Um, but if, you know, that specific way of shopping is not um, not what you're looking for, you can also shop our e-commerce site. Um, which has um, many of the same pieces. Um, our stylists do work with a larger selection um, and, um, you know, gives you an opportunity to, to try things on in a more traditional way. Now, you just mentioned that you have 12 of your own brands. You manufacture clothing now, too? We do. We do. We started doing that in 2017. Um and really, it was just directly out of feedback from our customers. It was clear that she wanted, you know, styles and um, aesthetics and occasions that she just couldn't find and we couldn't find either working with other brands. And so we began the process of really designing into her feedback. And, and you know, those brands have done very well, and they're they're a big part of our business today. Uh, is it called Dia and Co, or is it? Or you have different brand names? We have different brand names. Um, so I'll tell you some of my favorites. Um, I think we have the best denim in the world. I highly recommend everyone try our denim if they haven't before. And our denim, um, my favorite denim from Dia is from a brand called Molly and Isadora, which is one of our in-house brands. Molly was actually our first customer. Um, and really inspired the aesthetic for this brand. And so the brand is named after her. Um, we have, um, you know, a whole suite of, of brands that fit other aesthetics and, you know, each are really built around a persona of our customers that um, we wanted to be able to serve exceptionally through these styles. Um, and as I mentioned, we also have activewear brands. Um, so when we first went into the activewear business, we, you know, bought product and source brands as much as we could, but there was still a gap. And so we started designing into, um, into that as well um, under brand names that each represent a different really persona and aesthetic within our customer base. I did not know that you were manufacturing clothes. I, I don't know where I've been. I didn't know that you have a bigger operation <laughs> than, than I knew. So you have designers in your company designing we, clothing. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Um, I'm going to make sure that you at least try on our jeans and yeah. see what you think of our of our in house um, of our in house designs. They're truly the best jeans I've ever worn. So nice. And so you also mentioned that you um, have an e commerce portion on the website. Now, why did you decide to add that option? Was it something that people were asking for that maybe didn't want to commit to a monthly subscription? It actually started because we had customers who, actually our denim in particular, it started because we had customers who would receive um, a pair of 
you know, our best fitting jeans and like a dark wash. And what she wanted was once she knew how well the jeans fit her, she wanted them in black and she wanted them in a light wash and she wanted them in a medium wash. And the styling experience is really about trying new things, not necessarily just buying more things that you already uh, know and like. And so we started giving her the opportunity to repurchase things that she really loved because she wanted them in different styles and she, you know, wanted a new one this year or whatever it may be. And it just grew from there. And so um, it really came from our customers wanting to get more access to the stuff that they already loved. Um, and now it's a complete, you know, offering that sits alongside our styling business where um, our collaborations are a good example. Um, if we launch a limited edition collaboration with a brand and our customers really just want the one piece that they really love from that collaboration, now she can just buy it from our e-commerce site. Um, and she doesn't have to, you know, kind of hope that it comes in her box from her stylist. So it gives, it gives our customers both the opportunity to have a surprise and delight of the styling experience, but also, you know, when she really wants something, she can just buy it. And I think, you know, so far the feedback has been great. Good. Now, for those listening, also tell us the price point and the size range of your clothing. So we um, we serve women sizes fourteen to thirty two. Um, we've you know learned and um, gotten feedback from our customers that there are many women who may be a size fourteen on the top or on the bottom, and maybe a size twelve. Um, in other parts of her body. And so in reality, we can serve women sizes 12 to 32 today. Um, we have a wide range of, of price points, um, both within our brands and um, in the brands that we work with um, throughout our assortment. So, you know, if you're looking for an investment piece, a beautiful jacket or a dress that, you know, you'll come back to, um, you know, that, those opportunities are available. Um, and if you really want to be able to, you know, explore and try things at a lower price point, that's available too. So um, I think if, if you check out our site, you'll see that there's really a, a wide range and, and we're always working to expand that to make sure that um, our customers can explore certainly across as wide a range of sizes as possible, but also across as wide a range of price points as possible. Mm-hmm. And you've also mentioned that your new partnership that um, is a big deal right now is with a brand that we have all known since the 80s. And you say Mm -hmm. Fila, Fila, but I'm from the South, so we say Fila. So I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly, but we say Fila down here like (laughs) L-I-E. Oh, interesting. But, I haven't heard that before. I, I grew up loving that brand. And yeah. I feel like it's such an iconic legacy brand um, and really kind of reimagined into just fun, athleisure, active collection. There are two pairs of leggings, both of both of which I absolutely love. They're so fun. Um, a heritage sweatshirt, a awesome fleece jacket, lots of accessories. Um, I wear my new Fila fanny pack all the time when I'm exercising. Um, it's a really, really fun collaboration. It's selling out fast, but there's a little bit left on the site. And my best friend is a high school teacher, and she said a couple um, years ago 
all the high school kids are wearing that brand again. So they were able to rebrand and come back and be cool. Because when all the high school kids are wearing it, you, you've you made it as a brand. You're cool. So that's... <laughs> Absolutely. I know. It was a throwback. It was really fun. And so uh, why is that significant for the plus size market? You know, I think that we just want choices. We want to be able to feel empowered in our active work, certainly, but we also want to participate in style and fashion. And I think for me, um, being able to have access to the brands that I want, the styles that I want, has always been so important to me. And I feel really extraordinarily fortunate that I'm I'm able to play a part in doing that. Um, and, you know, at, at the end of the day, really, it's access. And it's access to self-expression, which we think is just so important. And uh, Dia and Co., another way you're active with the community is with your blog. Now, your blog mm-hmm. is relaunching on Monday, or did it relaunch the past Monday? It relaunched yesterday, so it's been a okay. big, big week for us, big couple of weeks. Um, and, you know, the, the blog is really important for us because the blog really allows us to amplify and elevate voices from our community. Um, this inaugural edition is about new beginnings, and we were able to um, work with really thoughtful members of our community, Laura Dorado, um, who folks may remember from Refinery29, and um, a poet whom we really love named uh, Priyanka Seju. And so, you know, obviously we do a lot of writing, but we're also able to have contributors who can really speak to the uniqueness of their experiences. And I think overall just contribute to a conversation um, and an exploration of plus size culture that we feel is, is very special. And, and honestly, I, I don't think that we've been able to get that anywhere else. And so being able to play that role for our community has just been really, um, really important to us. Do you take submissions or pitches for your blog? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it really is a platform for the community and to share voices and experiences and stories from across our community. Um, and we'd love to get as many voices as possible. Nice. And I also hear you have a new IG series. Now tell us about that. Are you trying to take over my job as host? <laughs> Inspired by you. Um, <laughs> it's been awesome. You know, I think we, in all honesty, you know, when COVID started and we realized that we were going to be at home and it was going to be harder and harder to connect with our community, we went back to the drawing board and, and tried to figure out how can we stay connected? How can we continue to encourage each other and learn from each other and um, continue the conversation the conversation on plus size culture and representation in this new world that we're living in? And, um, you know, Instagram has been a, a big part of that for us. So um, I guess now maybe a few months ago, I launched a series called Nadia Plus, which is every Thursday night at eight o'clock. And it is honestly just like a highlight of my week. I get to spend time with um, thought leaders and um, influencers and innovators that are pushing forward the conversation on representation and plus side culture in their respective fields. Um, We've had everyone from, uh, Zach Miko, who you guys may know is, you know, uh, our favorite plus-size male model, to Julie Murphy, the author of Dumpling, who's joining me next week. Um, and 
you know, dozens of people in between. And I think just being able to hear the stories of, of each of these members of our community who are, you know, advancing in their own fields and changing the conversation in their own fields and pushing forward representation um, in their own way has just been definitely inspiring to me, but I know also inspiring to our community. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm going to put my name in the hat to be one of your guests because I'm um, celebrating 20 years in the plus size industry this year. I You should assume that we have already taken you up on that. So <laughs> everyone heard it here first. You need to joining Nadia Plus coming up soon. Yes. And so you mentioned you created this out of being home with the COVID-19 pandemic. So how else did that affect your business? You know, I think the reality is that COVID has um, upended almost every part of our lives. Um, And I think we are, you know, still standing and and adjusting to it. But I I do think that one of the things that – you know, we should all be paying more attention to is that I do think that the plus size consumer overall will be more impacted um, from an industry perspective than, than others. Um, We've been tracking very closely, obviously what's been happening in our space. And I think um, really kind of, we were struck by our own analysis that in the plus size market, um, basically since COVID started, almost 30% of stores have permanently closed. Um, wow. Plus size only stores. And it's just astonishing. Um, and I, I think that, you know, in, in so many ways, it's heartbreaking because I feel like we've made so much progress in the last, you know, five to seven years in the world of plus size fashion. And, and unfortunately, I think that um, some of that progress will be eroded, um, I think, just because of how challenging the time this has been in retail. And so we're spending a lot of time thinking about, you know, how the shopping experience for our community is going to be changing and how we can make sure that we're adapting our own products and our own services and our own offerings to make sure that she is still able to access what she wants and shop in the way that she feels comfortable and um, really be able to express herself through fashion. But I I do think that um, probably not enough attention has been paid yet to how dramatic the changes will be in our category in particular. So were you so excited that you did not go into a brick and mortar store, that you did not have that overhead during the pandemic. I mean, you know, there there could have been there was no way to know going into twenty twenty that this would be the case. But I think the fact that we are an online only business and that we've, you know, really fine tuned our offering and our business to be able to serve customers online, um, I think has been very fortunate for us and, and I, I think is just the way that we're gonna shop more and more going forward. So you know, we feel like um, we're very lucky that we can continue to, to serve our community and to continue to push the boundaries of, of fashion and plus um, and are going to continue listening to our customers and making sure that as her options actually may be getting fewer going forward, that we're really able to, to meet her needs and um, provide her what she needs most in this new retail environment. Exactly. So do you have anything else happening that we can be on the lookout for? Um, I would definitely love for folks to uh, tune into Nadia Plus. I'm really excited for next week. Julie Murphy is, I think, just a phenomenal author and has done so much to advance plus their storytelling through Dumplin' and, and her other um, stories. 
um, and be a part of our blog. Um, read the stories of these incredible women who are sharing. Priyanka Seju uh, is sharing a four-part series on fertility um, and her own journey to motherhood that's just been extraordinarily thoughtful. Um, and, you know, we'd love for folks to join in the conversation and contribute to the conversation, um, you know, uh, by writing if, if they're open to it. So it really is a, is a special place and a conversation that we are committed to continuing to foster. So excited for folks to, to read more about it. Awesome. And before you go, tell us your official website and social media pages. Um, we're just dia.com, D-I-A dot C-O-M. And you can work with a stylist from there or you can shop our e-commerce site from there. So everything is there. And on social, we are Dia and Co, D-I-A-A-N-C-A-N-D-C-O. Um, and we're always having fun and, you know, talking about important things across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So join us. Um, we'd love to have you guys be part of the conversation. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I was excited to catch up with you because, you know, when I interview somebody four or five years, sometimes the times goes by and then they're they're gone. So I'm excited to see yeah. you're still standing, you're successful, and I definitely look forward to working with you in the future. Absolutely. Well, I look forward to seeing you on Nadia Plus soon, <laughs> yes, yes, we'll definitely be in touch. So enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Thank you so much. It was great to chat. Thanks, everyone. Yes. Bye-bye. Thank you to our fabulous guest today, Nadia. Make sure you check out Dia and & Co. and all of their fabulous clothing, their new partnership with Fila of Feli, however you want to pronounce it. And um, thank you for tuning in always. I've been your host, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.